Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is all about bringing joy through storytelling and conversation. I'll hit you with some wellness, inspiration, and splash in a little laughter. It'll be time well spent. I promise you that. So sit back and relax. Let's do this thing. Most of my listeners know I side hustle as a wedding officiant. Season 1, episode 10, A Wedding Story, was inspired by the sweltering heat and an ocean breeze. The takeaway was, how your story starts and how it ends is up to you. So far this year, I've made it official for more couples than I did all of last year. Couples are tying the knot in record numbers. And speaking of tying the knot, I performed a hand fasting ceremony for one couple. It's an ancient Celtic tradition where the hands are tied together, symbolizing the binding of two lives. Oh, the pressure to get the knot right. We're going for an infinity knot. No slip knots on my watch. To infinity and beyond. Sand ceremonies are sweet too. Individual vases of colored sand are poured into a new vase by the bride and groom, symbolizing the union of two lives. Then the officiant, that would be me, tops it off with sand from our Key West beach and a blessing. One of the best weddings yet was that of a blended family. Five kids total. The bride brought three and the groom added two. They were a gorgeous family, funny and sweet. You could tell they liked each other and a good joke. When we got to the ring exchange, I told the bride to place the ring on his left ring finger. She playfully struggled to get the ring to fit. Then the groom holds up his hand for me to see. He only had half a ring finger. OMG, LOL. The kids all cracked up and high-fived dad. This family will go the distance for sure. The family that laughs together stays together. The biggest wedding party went to Javon and Brandy. 28 friends to stand by the couple as they exchanged their vows. There were twice as many people in attendance. That's a lot for a destination wedding. Before I close the ceremony, I ask all of the friends and family to keep showing up for this young couple as they make their lives together. I felt lucky to perform a ceremony for a couple that had canceled their wedding three times due to the pandemic. This time, nothing was going to stop them. They hopped on a plane to elope to Key West. They booked an officiant only to have the officiant get sick, so I got a call to fill in. They were so happy to hear me say we are gathered here today. They had huge grins on their faces through the whole ceremony. I've never felt so much happy energy between a couple. I'm sure some of it was a relief, but I promise their joy filled me up. Thanks, Roger and Donna. The groom from Texas surprised his bride by having the song Lady played midway through the ceremony. She was surprised and touched by the romantic gesture. After, I told him to keep surprising her. He said, well, I got her now. Well, hold on a minute there, partner. The romance and surprising must continue beyond the wedding day. There was a Colgate couple whose teeth were so shiny white, I thought we were filming a toothpaste commercial. The groom cried through the whole ceremony. Maybe he was worried about his teeth. Nah, They were tears of joy. Then there was the groom who went in for the kiss before the kissing part of the ceremony two times. I told him after the ceremony to keep sneaking those kisses as long as he could. I renewed vows for my friends from high school who were celebrating 30 years of marriage to the day. This time, their kids and grandkids were part of the ceremony. It was my honor to marry another pair of friends whose relationship I've admired for years. 
They'd been together for 16 and decided to make it official. They kept their ceremony on the DL. No pictures or social media posts. Three close friends and the two of them. It was truly an honor to pronounce my friends married. Many weddings now include a live stream for family members who aren't able to attend. One wedding started 30 minutes late because it wasn't a good signal, and when they finally connected Abuela, she kept hitting ignore instead of accept. It occurred to me this wasn't the first time Abuela's acceptance was important to the two brides. Eventually, she accepted, and the gods of the interwebs provided a strong connection throughout the ceremony, and everyone was happy. I always tell the lovebirds to make the kiss count. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Mostly so the photographer can capture the shot. But shouldn't they all count? I especially like the ones where the groom gently brings one hand to the bride's cheek when he kisses her. The sloppy kind? Not so much. But thankfully, that doesn't happen often. There are big weddings with everything from planners to video crews and all the add-ons. Starfish, rose petals, tiki torches that align the path to the decorated altar to frame the I do's. There are intimate weddings for three, the couple and me, and all the sizes in between. There are symbolic ceremony where the couples exchange vows and celebrate their love and skip the legal documents. Then there are those who marry for the documents. Hey, I'm an officiant, not a judge. Each wedding is special to me because while I may be performing my hundredth ceremony, for the couple, this is the one, even if it's their second or third, it's the one that they want to last forever. It's cool to be part of a life event for someone. It's always my wish for the couple to live in love, full of joy, laughter, support, kisses, luck, and romance. I started writing this piece at the beginning of July, when wedding season slows down. It's just too hot for late summer weddings, even in paradise. That's as far as I had gotten, a beginning and a middle. I wasn't sure what the takeaway would be. Making moments count, love is love. It would reveal itself with some more work. Then I received a text that would spin my world off its axis. I stepped away from this piece to write an obituary and eulogy for a real life knight in shining armor who I might add, would have made a lucky girl a wonderful husband. My next step was more like a headfirst dive deep inside myself to feel the feels that come with grief. But that story is still too raw to tell. So why do I even bring it up? Fair question, trust me. I asked myself the same question when I decided I needed to finish this piece. Remember what I said in the opening? How a story starts and how it ends is up to us. I couldn't get to an end ignoring that big of a piece and you can't know grief if you've not known love so there's that here it is October and wedding season is picking up again my calendar is full of save the dates for couples in love I'm looking forward to being part of their big day weddings are one of life's big events as irony would have it the big life events the ones that fill our hearts or the ones that break our hearts. The takeaway is the same. Vow to approach each day with the excitement of a new love and the wisdom to know it could be your last. I'm Joy Newlish, and I appreciate you tuning into my podcast. 
Our purpose is to bring joy into my life and the lives of others. If you enjoyed this episode, drop a review, share, and subscribe, because there's a lot of good stuff on tap. You can also follow Bring Joy on YouTube or check my website at joynewlish.com. Now go bring joy to the people in your world. Until next time, much love.